Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. Well, welcome to Nashi Chapanda. You are the founder and CEO of this Sosani agency. You're found on the web at sosaniagency.com. We're going to talk about working with influencers, Tanasha, uh, yeah. and I'm very excited to talk about that because, you know, a lot of folks that listen to this program may have experimented with that in the past. Sometimes it works out great. Sometimes it doesn't work out great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's very, it's a very expensive, uh, you know, experiment. Uh, yeah. So we want to, we want to really help folks with uh, some great best practices. So thank you so much for joining us. Of course, of course. Anytime, Josh. Uh, 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 thank you for your time for letting me come on. You bet. You bet. So we were talking beforehand. We're both have spent some time in West Michigan. In fact, yeah. I was I was going to go to Western. You had gone to Western. But uh, tell your story about. So you're in college. What happened to you? Yeah. So essentially, I was a business student there in college, uh, had an internship at Stryker and then went at Goldman Sachs in New York. Uh, Goldman gave me a return offer. And I said, you know what? Um, I think I'm going to drop out of this whole corporate life and do YouTube videos. So essentially kind of made the jump there. Uh, started doing a lot of skits on Instagram. And then around 2018, I fell upon Korean pop reaction videos on YouTube. Huh. Essentially scaled my YouTube channel to 20,000 uh, subscribers in about four months. I got to work with like Plato's Closet. So they like invited me to their store, let me do the filming and everything, worked with their employees. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I love this stuff, but I definitely love the business side more. So then I essentially pivoted over in 2019 to the agency space. So running ads and video production for brands. And then essentially Corona hit, lost 100%. Well, I like to say 99% because that 1% stayed for a couple of months before they canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lost all of our business, lost my, my entire team back then, uh, with Sasani Media, the video production. Mm-hmm. Then last August 20, uh, 2020, uh, August, we did our first influencer campaign. That's when I was, I knew I needed to pivot over uh, from the experience I had a few years back. Since then, we've worked with a little over 200 influencers, over 50 brands. Uh, we've been wow. able to do one. Yeah, yeah. So it's That's been a, fast, dude. That's like in one year. Yes, yes. It's a it's a lot of communication, a lot of organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was just, I took that, you know, that kind of systematic process-driven mindset and brought it into the wild west of influencer marketing. Um, then we were able to get uh, one talent casted on a Viacom show, uh, two different Viacom CBS shows, and then Viacom just casted a second one of our talents. So really just in the influencer space, you start to realize that, you know, they're so versatile in terms of what they can do. So now we're essentially focusing on, you know, increasing uh, providing influencers for brands, scales from 20 influencers, even all the way up to 100 influencers for just one campaign. So we're really focused on that relationship building for brands. 
Yeah. Who who is it from the business or corporate side uh, that you've engaged with or, or what types of companies have you engaged with? And are you finding them? Are they finding you? How, how yeah. does that work? Yeah. So types of clients we work with, um, I think we've had uh, Tenor, Google Tenor, um, Panera Bread, Route 21, um, Trump's Hot Sauce, we did one with, and a lot of app companies, uh, a lot of foreign companies trying to penetrate the U.S. market. So we have a very good grip on that international clients trying to penetrate in. And really the way that they find us is either from inquiring from the influencers that are assigned to us, or believe it or not, a lot of organic, like we don't really optimize much for SEO um, because naturally we're kind of already busy and we continuously keep getting more and more organic search via SEO and we don't even optimize. So it just kind of shows you how much of a demand that this influencer space is. So really, we're kind of now going through that strategy of where really we make most of our uh, business from inbound, to be honest with you, like we're more overwhelmed. So we're starting to scale on the sales team and starting to now kind of construct more of an outbound campaign um, and everything like that. And there's a team of six of us right now. Yeah. Um, if you're a brand, like let's say that you're a Panera or, you know, yeah. whomever, right? What are the advantages to working with an influencer versus just throwing out more paid ads? Yeah. So there's multiple values, right? The first thing is the content that's being generated from that campaign. And something that a lot of, you know, brands kind of miss is they'll work with an influencer and sometimes the wrong influencer or sometimes the right one. And they'll do a post and they think that's all, but they forget about, you know, obtaining media rights for that content. So you can recycle that on your paid ads, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook ads, et cetera. Um, And also looking at creating the right structure in terms of how you actually go about working with influencers. It feels like a lot of brands kind of target the wrong influencers for the wrong reasons and don't maintain that right relationship. All right. So Tanashi, um, what is it like when a brand, you know, you rep Panera, whomever, right? When they reach out to an influencer, what is that communication like? Is it like you reach out to the influencer and the influencer is like, yeah, cool. Here's my rate sheet. Or, Or what, how does it usually go? Yeah. So the first thing to know is that the relationship and reach out is a negotiation. So meaning, you know, the influencer space is a very wild west is how I would like to say one person with a million followers might charge 5,000. Another one might charge 400, 500. So the really, when you go into it as a brand, you want to make sure one that you're casting your net wide. Sometimes we have brands that come to me and are like, I know this one famous TikToker. I know him. I want him. You know, I'm a fan. I want this person, <laughs> but it's actually better when you, cast your wide, your net wider, because then during negotiations, you have more options to work with. Oh, oh yeah. That's like going onto a used car lot and saying, I want this car and only this car, this is mine. This is the only, I am not leaving this lot until you give me this car, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck yeah. on that negotiation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It puts you in a different constraint. So one, making sure that, you know, you have a good net. So during negotiations, you're able to have reasoning. Um, the other thing you want to look at is making sure, and please, just because they have more followers doesn't mean that they're a better option for your brand. Oh, please. Uh, It it is. So followers are a metric, but what metrics do you like to look for when you're vetting um, influencers for your clients? Yeah, exactly. The first thing has to do really with the objective, either are you focused more on downloads, awareness, purchases, et cetera. But really what we're looking at is obviously the follower size too. We're looking at, especially on TikTok as being one of our primaries, is the average views of the last 20 to 30 videos, which gives you a good idea of how their account is currently performing. Because, you know, when you look at long-term 
accounts go up and down in terms of performance. So you want to really hit them when they're at their high peak performance. Other thing we look at is, are they actually engaging with their audience? The influencers that are, are still commenting back and are still engaging are the ones that are going to naturally have a more loyal audience. The other thing we're looking at is just their social media behavior. How many times are they posting? When is the last time that they had a brand deal? Is it too much of an oversaturation on brand deals? If we're nursing someone's every three video, every four videos is doing promotions, we're going to stray away from that person because they're already uh, uh, saturating their audience. So those are some of the things that we look at. And then obviously pricing would then go to account of that and mainly your budget. So we really look at the higher tier. Okay, let's say your budget, let's do, you want to just test it out. Uh, let's do a test out at 30,000. We're looking at, okay, how can we fulfill a certain amount of creators within this budget in order to get that specific objective? So sometimes, you know, once you're doing budgeting, you might realize, okay, these, we got these three for super cheap. So that can help uh, put more budget towards as someone else who might be a little more expensive. Yeah. What's your reaction when you get an influencer that's like their, their engagement is, and they, uh, and they say, yeah, no, it's going to be $20,000. <laughs> you know, yeah, they just come so, up with something ridiculous, which I've seen that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, ex exactly. So usually with that, so it's usually a couple of reasons, either one, they might've just got in a unicorn deal is what we call them. Right. When you get those, like, oh, I got, it can happen. Deal. Right. You got a unicorn deal. You get the super high price. It doesn't happen all the time. Now you feel like everyone has to do that. But then now you're not closing deals. Your close rate goes down exponentially. Second mm -hmm. reason, it might be because let's say their TikTok engagement is low, but they're actually known on YouTube and they might have three million followers on YouTube. So then when you look at their TikTok, we're naturally going to be like going to, you know, this TikTok. I, I want this rate. But these influencers, when you're looking at the multi-channel ones with bigger platforms, they might be pulling a rate from one platform and using it for the same. So once again, that's something we look at and go, is this really worth the negotiation? Because they might really have so many inquiries that it's not worth working with them. Let's move on to someone else. Unless it's a company that's more, we want awareness, we want a certain look then we'll take a look at working with that person. Mm -hmm. You know, Tanashe, what I like about, you know, potentially like working with you is that you've, you're, you're, you've, you're an influencer yourself. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like that's probably helpful just kind of talking with these guys peer to peer, you know, yeah. like, look, man, I, I, you know, I've done okay on YouTube, <laughs> you know, it's like, don't, you know, unless I've worked with brands, I've da, 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 da. Um, you know, if you want me to help you win, you know, this deal or, you know, maybe some more deals, let me tell you what I'm seeing or probably yeah. what I would, you know, you kind of mentor them a little bit if their ego allows. <laughs> exactly. And then like, I also hire Gen Z and other YouTubers like Hannah, our influencer marketing coordinator. She's mm -hmm. also a YouTuber. I think our YouTube is at, a, uh, what is it, like 20, 30,000 subscribers. Yeah. So, you know, I also make sure that the team that we're bringing in have some type of experience in this space, which helps with building those organic relationships. So, in the, the day, if an influencer likes you, they might charge one brand 3,000, turn around because they like you and charge you 800, right? So, it's literally a relationship uh, industry. Yeah. Um, so, let's say that someone's listening to this and they're like, um, you know, I actually have a pretty good audience. You know, I've got about a hundred thousand, you know, subscribers across my channels, you know, um, is, is there someone that they can learn from or like, how can they raise their hand and say, I am open to more brand deals. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So the, it really depends on the type of creator, right? Some of them are more self-sufficient. I have full scale creators. 
while some more are like, they want to focus on their craft and don't have time for management of that deal side. Something that you'd be surprised, a lot of influencers out there are losing deal opportunities simply because they don't have their email and bio. Uh, they don't necessarily sometimes think about that or they leave it as a, as a personal account and not convert it to a business. So the basics have your email both in the Instagram button option and also in your bio because because there's a lot of brands out there that use technology to kind of scrape profiles. So they're reading more of the um, of the bios. The second thing, looking at how you want to reach out is first, see if you have any influencer friends and see what agencies that they're partnered with. Mm. Every agency is a different relationship for the individual. For example, with us, where you can say more of a 360 agency, we bring you in. It's not just about brand deals. It's about your mental health check, your long-term goals. Uh, how can we look at positioning you also in the community on top of that? Some influencers are like, hey, I don't care about that. I just want brand deals. So there's some agencies that are more focused on that relation. So first start off with just seeing who of your friends have uh, agencies and kind of research them. And then the next level is to then see even if there's a local influencer agency first before you start looking elsewhere, because the more face-to-face -face you can do with your agent, the more they'll put you, I guess, front of the line when they're doing pitching. And then of course, contacting Sasani Agency or Tanasha. And I can also refer you to some of the agency friends that I have if you're not a good fit for us. Yeah, fantastic. So your website is sosaniagency.com. That's S-O-S-A-N-I agency.com. When someone goes there, uh, what should they click on? What do they do? Yeah, so there's a section for influencers, uh, like join the network, I think in the top right. So you can click that. It'll, it'll tell you a little bit and then you can inquire. And then from there, uh, one of the town managers will get on a call with you. And what we love to do is even if you're not a good fit for us, like I said, it's all about getting you into an agency so we can also refer you to others wow. as well too. That's kind of cool. Well, Tanache, yeah. yeah, thank you so much for that. Okay, great. So it's sosaniagency.com. Tanache Shaponda, uh, thank you so much for joining of us. Course. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, 
you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.